Well, welcome again to the Faith on Fire video podcast. Uh, this is episode three. And last week, uh, you'll remember we were talking about the coronavirus, something that we're all facing in our lives right now, and talking about how God is ultimately in control and that even in this difficult time, it just reminds us that God is there. And his purpose, I believe, in all of this is to get our attention and to get our eyes back on him. Well, again, the the coronavirus is affecting us in many ways. I just read this week uh, that there was more than 5% increase in August and, and September of people registering to homeschool their children. Uh, a lot of times because uh, maybe they had children with underlying conditions and were not comfortable to put their children back in school as normal. Uh, but homeschooling is something that we hear more and more about. And um, we have a guest with us today, Zoe Stahl. And uh, she is the mother of six children. Is that right? Yes, and she homeschools them full time, not just during the coronavirus, but she's been homeschooling them for many years. And uh, so we're so glad that she can be on the show today. She is a super mom, I think, and she's also my sister. Uh, but we really wanted to talk to her today a little bit about how COVID has affected her life and some of the strategies that she's developed to cope with the stresses and challenges, not only of COVID, but of life and motherhood and all of that. And also, we want to talk about the impact that her relationship with God um, has made on her coping with COVID again, and also just with the normal stresses and challenges of life. Uh, so, Steve is going to uh, help help her to give a little bit of background. Sorry, I'm kind of... Yeah, Oriel, uh, you know uh, your sister very well. I, I don't so much, and uh, neither do any of you, probably most of you uh, watching this. And so what we want to do here is just get to know Zoe a little bit, know mm -hmm. about her background. And I should say, you know, I mentioned a few weeks ago that, uh, that we have six children as well. My wife is a homeschooling mom, and I know how hard she works, so I can kind of relate a little bit, and I know... Yes. Uh, how much work goes into that. But why don't you just tell us uh, just about a little bit about your background, about your family, life at home. Okay, so my name is Zoe, and um, I'm so glad to be here with you today on Faith on Fire. We're glad you're here, too. Uh, well, <laughs> he's my brother. He has to say that. And welcome yeah. to the show, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. So um, I live in Offaly, in Tullamore County, Offaly, with my husband and my six kids. And um, it is a full life. It is a fun life. It is sometimes very stressful. I am not a super mom, even though my, mom, my brother here... Um, has given me that title. But um, I am married to an American man. He, I met him when I went over to study in America. I'm originally a dub, but I'm very much enjoying settling in the Midlands. And I love the Midlands, um, the whole atmosphere and everything. Homeschooling is something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be able to have the opportunity to homeschool my children. Um, I thought it would be lovely to be able to be involved in their education, to see them grow and develop, to be able to help them grow as people and to enjoy every moment with them. Because uh, as you know, kids grow up so fast. They're just, mm. they're growing before you know it. So it's something I always wanted to do. And it's something I've been doing for eight years. And I very much um, enjoy it. It's even in the stressful moments, it's very much <laughs> worth it. Um, and it's it's been a great journey for me. 
And as I understand, your husband is at home with the kids right now. He's right? at home with the kids right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I was it's a two-person. <laughs> That's right. Endeavor. I was homeschooling this morning and trying to get everything sorted before I came out here. But okay. um, I, I got most of it done. But he had a bit left to do. <laughs> so I think we're, we're fortunate yeah. to have this guest. We are and, indeed. Uh, yes. To get a little snippet yeah. of our time. Our here. time is very valuable. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, we're, we're th- thankful to have you, and we are really focusing on COVID right now. We we spoke about it last week. We and we wanted to talk with uh, someone who has faith in God and uh, and really ask, um, uh, well, first of all, how has COVID affected you? And I think Oriel is going to follow up with some faith type questions, but how has COVID really changed your family? Um, maybe talk about uh, the, the, the fears, if there isn't any fear, maybe stress that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally we're experiencing what I would call COVID fatigue. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And are oh, you yeah. experiencing that? How has your family changed? Definitely. With, with all of this? I think initially with COVID, um, there was fear and anxiety because I think the whole world was looking on saying, I have no idea what this looks like. There is fears regarding, is someone I love going to get COVID? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How, how are we going to financially make it? How are we going to emotionally make it? But I think for our family and for me, the main, the main thing that hit us was the isolation of lockdown yeah. mm-hmm. and all that that meant. And I, I know there's all sorts of discussion about should there be lockdown, should there not be lockdown, whatever. There is lockdown <laughs> and yeah. that's what we have mm-hmm. had to deal with. And that mm-hmm. has been hard, especially I find my, our isolation as a homeschool family, our community is a lot, a lot of that is found in our church where we go. We go to worship God. We do. And I love to sing about what God has done for me. I love to hear the truth of what God has to teach me. But also I love, we call them our church family because we get to have chats about life and and about what's going on with our with our family and so I really really miss that and the children really miss that as well because they love to be able to go and play with their friends and talk to their friends and so we really yeah. miss that aspect of community um which I know everyone is facing everyone is facing yeah. um the difficulty of that during the lockdown I know a lot of our viewers would be part of different faiths different churches mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your church and and what it's like okay know, to worship God. i think a lot of times people would associate church with duty mm. maybe when i say the word church you think boring <laughs> <laughs> you maybe church is a negative mm. thing for you maybe it's something you have to do a few times a year maybe it's somewhere where you have to go for christenings funerals um weddings but for me it's a vital part of my life because it's there that i get to sing about you know what god has done for me i get to hear from what god Mm. has to teach me and it's not pie in the sky you know um just mumbo jumbo it's real life it it touches my Mm. life i go home with a nugget of truth this is something that God is working on me about. This is something that can change my life. This is something that can help me grow and gives me tools for living, which is yeah, just so yeah, important. Yeah. And then again, like I said, it's a community. I mean, we would try a few times um, a year, you know, to have a meal at the church and have yeah. a wow. chat. And especially in our church, there'll be a lot of people from all over the world. They're, their family is far away. Mm. So we need to be family for one another. And it's beautiful to have that kind of 
of a community yeah, yeah. where everyone matters, everyone is welcome, and everyone is loved yeah. by God, but by each other also. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I was actually going to ask you about what is the number one uh, way that COVID has affected you, and it sounds like it is the isolation. Yes. And uh, when mm-hmm. your church means so much to you, that is your community. You know, when your kids homeschool, that's where their friends are, that's where fam family friends are really tough just to rip that away from yes. them mm-hmm. and uh especially right now there aren't even parks open yeah, yeah. parks mm-hmm. are closed our, our kids like to go to parks and so yeah. what in the world do you do but um are, are you feeling claustrophobic at all <laughs> well i i am a little bit but um one of the things one of the joys of my life during lockdown is we have beautiful places to walk near our home oh, so that helps immensely <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we live yes. we don't live far from the canal and we mm. can go for walks at the canal we also have a beautiful park Loch Bora, within our five kilometers <laughs> and we can go over to Loch Bora, and there's a forest and there's um lakes and the kids can run free and we can go for walks and for me that is huge that makes such a difference absolutely um so i i love that that we have that close and it really makes a big difference even at the back of our property at the very back of our house at the garden there's a sheep field and oh it's just so peaceful to be able to go to the back of the garden and just look at it the sheep field and it's it's amazing how much you value where you live um, and li- living in the country has been ideal for that, yeah. you know, yeah. during the lockdown when you can't go out to be able to mm-hmm. have some lovely things within your radius <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> makes a huge difference. We, we can relate to that. Yes. Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. Well, it, it really sounds like one of the ways that you have coped with some of the challenges of lockdown and COVID have, has been focusing on the positives, you know. But uh, would you say there are any other things that have helped you to cope with covid fear and stress and also i think just fear and stress in general in your life yes mm-hmm. um my journey my spiritual journey began quite young actually mm. and i feel very blessed that god cared about me as a child yeah. and mm. wanted me to know him which yeah. is is really yeah. Yeah. such a blessing um, and I remember when I was born into a loving home um, in Dublin and um, my parents both were good people. But as they as they had grown up together, they had searched through different religions and really didn't find anything that yeah. helped yeah. that helps them know God. And I, I think you might have even mentioned on one of the previous podcasts how um, my my mom particularly, and as a mom, I totally relate, particularly she really wanted to teach her children about God. Mm, and yeah. she said, how can I teach them about a God that I don't know? Mm. And so through that, that God really used that for her to search. And she went started going to this church. Well, I mean, I was a child. I didn't really have much of a choice. So I went with her. And yeah, I remember yeah. they had a Sunday school, which I think it's really important for kids to be able to have access yeah. to learning about God. It's so important because God loves the children. We see that even in scripture. And so as I was going to Sunday school, I learned about how I had sinned and I had done wrong, but that God had, Jesus Christ had actually died for me yeah. and yeah. paid mm-hmm. the price. And all I needed to do was ask him. Mm-hmm. And he would mm-hmm. save me. And I was young, but I remember it was so simple to me. It was so straightforward. Well, if I need to be, I need my sins to be forgiven. Jesus died to pay the price for my sins. 
why don't I just ask him? And I remember one night before bed just saying to my dad that I really, Mm. I want to know that I'm going to heaven. I want to have peace with God. And um, he helped me understand that all I had to do was ask Jesus for it. And roughly what what age were you? I was around, I was really, I think I might have been about four Okay. Yeah, I was very, very so you, young. Even a young child can understand the truth about That's eternity. It, it really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. How yeah. Mm-hmm. how important it is because that was life changing for me. Absolutely mm-hmm. life changing because from that moment on, I was never alone again. I could yeah. always go to yes. God with mm-hmm. my fears and with my struggles and with not because I'm a perfect person, but I'm a perfectly loved person. And the it's pretty close. But just to know that love of God, so that even when COVID hits or when other struggles hit in my life, I'm not alone. Yeah. I have God. And, and I love the verse. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he yeah. cares for you. And I love that it says, cast your cares to God. It doesn't say, perfectly line them up and make them just so. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just go and you say, Lord, I don't know what to do. Would you help yeah. me? Yeah. And he does. And, and throughout all the different life experiences, he has been there. Yeah. He has cared for me and he has loved me, but it has given me such a heart for children. And I yeah. love to teach yeah. even the children in our church because they need to know that Jesus mm-hmm. is not just for grownups. Yes. Jesus is for children too. Yeah. And Jesus mm-hmm. loves children and mm-hmm. they're precious to him. Yes. And they can, they can take in so much truth. Even at a young age, yeah. children are little sponges that yeah. just soak up truth from the Bible and um, from God's word. And I love to see that. Yeah, that is so good. What has that looked like, your personal relationship with Jesus in this challenging time of COVID? And you've talked about some of the ways it's been a challenge for you. But bringing those needs to the Lord, what does that look like okay. in this time? Okay, so really the main, one of the, one of the main ways that <laughs> that looks in my life right now is every morning I seek to start the day by just opening my Bible and I'm reading through the New Testament right now and I am um, just started the book of Acts. And yes. as I'm reading it, it's amazing how God can give you one little bit of truth to yeah. strengthen you for the day. He does, yes. uh, One thought that will help you in yes. whatever yes. it is you're facing. Sometimes yeah. you don't even know what you're going to face, mm-hmm. yeah. but God has already given you that strength. And then I just take a few moments to pray And just ask, bring all my burdens, all my worries, bring my children before God. Mm -hmm. And when I'm going to him, I'm not just um, repeating words that have been taught to me. I'm pouring out my heart before the Lord and knowing that he hears and he's able to answer. And he's able to actually work when I have a child who's struggling. I have a God who cares and wants to help that child. Mm-hmm. Um, when I am really feeling like the whole world is upside down, which yeah. it kind yeah. of is right now. Yeah. I, I think we all feel that right, right now to some degree. Right. Yes. But we can come to a God who cares mm-hmm. and he wants to be involved and he wants to strengthen me in the midst of it. Yes. And it makes an absolutely huge difference mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. I think that's, quite different to sometimes what we're used to thinking about when we think about a relationship with God, we right. think about religion. It has to do with, you know, being going to church, 
being part of religious rituals, but it translating into our everyday life. That's just really impacting to me to talk, to hear you talk about how your relationship with God, it's an everyday thing, like a moment by moment. And I I thought it was quite amazing that I'm still amazed by this, that your mom, when she was wondering about those big questions of life, where did she go? She found Mm -hmm. a church that taught the Bible. And here many years later is her daughter still drawing on God's word for the strength of life. Still going back to that same place. Quite amazing how God Mm -hmm. worked in your life. And you're still in the Bible using that Mm -hmm. as your source of strength. Right. And what a gift to give to your children, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because we're never going to be the perfect parent. Yes. But if we can point them to, but we have a big God who mm-hmm. wants to help you, that yeah. makes a huge difference because they can go to God mm-hmm. just right. like I go yeah. to God. Yeah. And we can be honest with our kids and just yes. tell our kids, "Hey, I don't have this figured out. Exactly. Dad doesn't yeah. have any answers yes. for COVID." For yeah, everything exactly. that's going on right now, kids, just let's just look to God. Exactly. Here. What is God trying to do? Exactly. Yeah. And I think sometimes we feel maybe selfish for taking care of ourselves. Yeah. But as yes. parents, it's like on an airplane when they say, you know, parents, make sure you put a mask on first so that you can help the children <laughs> that are around you. Just like that, yeah. we need to yeah. make time for our own spiritual lives mm-hmm. and our own peace yeah. and our own joy so that we can actually help our children in this mm-hmm. difficult time. Because yeah. yeah. without that, we're really of little benefit to yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and it sounds like right. that a key part of that for you is, is just taking time. Yes. To get into the Word of God, to right. to read the Bible for yourself each right. day, right. and to talk to the Lord in a and, conversational way. And just yeah. on a practical note, with that, one of the ways that I make that work in my home, because I know I, as a mother, love when somebody gives me practical yeah. ideas yeah. of how yeah. do I do that? <laughs> how do you find quiet with six children? Um, mm. We try to have our kids. We usually wake up around seven. And we usually try to have them stay in their rooms until about eight. They can get dressed, they can play, they can read, they can do whatever, but they need to stay in their rooms. That gives me some time for self-care by feeding my spiritual life, by having the necessary cup of tea first thing in the morning. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Which you have to have, you know. (laughs) But that's just one way that works for our family Mm -hmm. to be able to make that happen because it's it's all fine to talk about oh you should do this but well how do yeah. you actually yeah. make that happen sometimes it, just a mm-hmm. small practical idea can be a big help yeah in that. Brandy's uh, told me a few times like I just cannot get away from the kids <laughs> yes. and I hold up the key like <laughs> That's what this key is for. You lock the door. You don't let anybody in. That's another way. Many young yeah. kids. And I yes. think particularly a lot of the moms that are watching can really identify right, with right. what Zoe is saying and what Brandy is. I think so. And my wife Heather right. saying yes, similarly. Exactly. You yeah. all know what we're talking about. You who have children. That's it. That's it. Yes. When you see those little fingers come in the under the bathroom door. Yeah. <laughs> no, everyone needs a few moments of peace in their life. <laughs> Following on from that, I know that kids are not immune to the fears about COVID. It's interesting to me recently just talking to my kids and them saying, well, we're afraid, you know, for our great grandparents' lives, you know, we are feeling the impact of COVID in, in, you know, the isolation that you talked about. Mm -hmm. How have you helped your children with some of the concerns, some of the fears and some of the 
the ways COVID has made life different, mm. yeah. you know? Well, the first thing I would say is I try to keep them away from the news. Yeah. Not that I try to yeah, keep them yeah. isolated from knowing what's going on in the world. But I don't know about you, but I have to keep myself away from reading all the yeah. news. It yeah. changes on a daily it's basis. Depressing. And mm -hmm. yes, it's yeah. depressing. It's yeah. overload mm -hmm. of bad information if we yeah. and it can become addictive why do we want to read all this negative stuff yes. i don't know but that's one thing that i think is really helpful for the kids they don't need to know it all there's no need for them to know it all right. yeah. yeah it's kind of like what we talked about last week it's uh instead of having our eyes wholly on our circumstances always on circumstances yes. around us yes. basically the storm around us uh, we who have faith have something else to look at. We can look mm -hmm. up to God. We yeah. can look into his word yes. and exactly. yeah. strength there. Exactly. And mm -hmm. yes, I do. I love to read God's word with the kids. And there's so much in the word, like even we've been reading through some of the stories about David and the Old yeah. Testament as yeah. a family. And there's just so much that you learn about who God is, how he deals with people, yeah. how he loves people as you read God's word together. And I think... Also, I've really tried to help the kids have a really strong, um, I'm really strong with them, that they need to look at what they do have, not yeah. focusing on what they don't have. And really, yeah, I feel like that's yeah. such mm -hmm. a huge part of coping with lockdown. If I can look at all the things that are outside what I can do, I can yeah. become very discouraged. Mm -hmm. But if yeah. I can look at all the good things I do have, all the things that I can do, all the blessings that are a yes. part of my life, mm -hmm. then that changes everything. And I think one of the greatest gifts we can give to our children is the gift of teaching them to be grateful. Because if you are grateful for all that yeah. you have yeah. been given, you can find joy. In any yeah, yeah. time period, in any circumstance, because there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah, and I find yeah. that really, really helps the kids if we can plan fun things that we can do. You know, we can bake cookies or That's we good. can go for a walk or we can, uh, with the kids the other night with the girls, I curled their hair and painted their nails and we had a girly night. But simple, small mm -hmm. things can really bring an yeah. awful yeah. lot of joy in this yeah. time. Yeah. It can mm -hmm. make a huge, huge difference. Uh, yes. that's, that's great advice very practical as well mm -hmm. and you know just you know reading in the news i'm grateful in one sense that the schools are are still open in our country there's been debate about that but as we look at northern ireland closed the schools for two weeks just recently um some of the countries in europe are starting to close the schools and i know um it's very possible that between now and christmas mm -hmm. that some schools will be closed but those are some great practical tips mm -hmm. about how if the rest of us, you know, my kids go to a, an Irish-speaking school in our club, but if the rest of us end up homeschooling, uh, not by choice, but because the schools are closed, that some of the positivity that Zoe has talked about and helping the kids to focus on some of those things um, can be a help to coping and helping mm -hmm. our, our children to cope. Right. We're almost out of time, but I did want to ask you, um, what would be your top truth from the Word of God that has sustained you in this time with COVID and all of that? Well, I think understanding who God is. Sometimes mm -hmm. we have a really wrong picture of who God is. And if I can remember that God loves me, he mm -hmm. is good yeah. and he is, he's, he is going to mm -hmm. take care of me and I can trust him. And yeah. then, so first of all, he's God is good. But then the second part of that, that God is in control. 
It mm. might seem totally out of control. It might yeah. seem like I've no idea what's going on, but God is in control and he is able to work in the situation, yeah. Yeah. even if it seems impossible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he can change me in the situation and yeah. he can help yeah. me yeah. grow as a person mm-hmm. in the midst of a difficult situation, which is, it's huge to be able to trust him, mm-hmm. knowing yeah. that he's going to take care of me and he loves me, mm. makes a huge difference. And that's such an important truth. It's similar to what we were talking about last week, you know. Right. Yeah. Very, Plus. very, very similar. And um, thank uh, you for backing us up, Zoe. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but that was totally unplanned. <laughs> Zoe, that is just something God's been helping Zoe with. So. Yeah. And it makes sense. And somebody has said that uh, that praise is really the um, uh, the way to combat fear. Mm. What is fear? Fear is focus on self and praise is getting our eyes off of ourself and looking at God. And these are excellent points you brought up today. Um, and they are right out of the Bible. And just, just to wrap up here, um, I want to say that, uh, next week we have coming up, um, a little bit more about what it means to have a relationship with God. And you might be sitting there thinking, um, how can someone, how can this mom of six, um, have peace, during the time of COVID, how, how are you getting through this? Um, mm-hmm. Even if you're not fearful of COVID, but just fear of all the effects of the lockdown and the COVID fatigue that we're all feeling. Um, how can I have that in my life? Uh, maybe you haven't experienced the the peace and the joy that comes through knowing God. Uh, we do want to share that with you out mm-hmm. of the Bible. And so we're going to take some time next week to look at that. Yes. And so please, please join us next week and um, listen in. Uh, maybe you're not sure about your relationship with God. Uh, we'll share directly from the Bible what it means to have a relationship with God. You can have yes. peace and joy in yes. your own life. Anyone can have that. Yeah. Right. Just like mm-hmm. Zoe has shared here today. And, uh, and let me also remind you that, uh, we are on, uh, Spotify and Apple podcast. So if uh, this is our primary uh, means of sharing this podcast is through video that we share um, on various social media platforms. But if you're on the go and you just want to grab this and listen in your car or whatever, uh, grab it on Spotify and iTunes and uh, we'll see you next time. I did just want to, before we close, oh, that's right. thank Zoe for being a part of the podcast today. And we know she's me. a busy woman. And <laughs> so we did want to present her with this Faith on Fire mug. This is special edition. These are not available in your corner shop. So don't be writing into us asking for them, okay? But we did want to give that to you just to say thank you for being a part of the show. Yes, thank you. Thank Thank you you for being on. Thank you for having me. Cue applause. So, okay, we'll see you next week. Thank you.